holy moly, it feels like the stock market just can't keep going and it continues to go and go and go. It's crazy. I have gotten somewhat nervous myself because I am still in margin. In fact, I made a few investments and uh, I went actually a little bit more in margin because there were some leftover opportunities in the marketplace. Uh, and uh, yeah, I actually just posted a video about one of them uh, where uh, initially I mistakenly uh, invest. I, I had a little bit of a rounding error in how much I put into this stock. But now I'm like, Mm, so I was thinking about even even making some moves on it, and I'm like, no, you know what? I really like this company, and so I stuck with my mistake, which my mistake was buying instead of buying sixty nine thousand dollars of something, I accidentally bought sixty nine thousand shares of the company. Uh, that company was Matterport, and <laughs> I was thinking about uh, uh, like, uh, like, oh, I, I don't want, I don't want to have that much, do I? But then. The more and more I've been researching Matterport, the more and more I'm just like in love and, and we're getting re-enchanted with my original reason for always having loved and being interested in Matterport. Uh, so this happened about a week ago. And uh, well, I'm grateful on a day like today because uh, on a day like today, the darn thing's up 18%. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, you know, it was uh, it kind of, kind of reminded me of the whole like, don't wait to buy, buy and then wait. And I've had that feeling many times with things that I invest in where it's like, you know, you get really excited about uh, about a company and uh, sometimes you spend so much time researching and thinking about it that you never end up investing or that you end up investing too late. Sometimes pull the freaking trigger uh, and and, uh, and and then and then keep uh, keep doing your research. Now, fortunately, with Matterport, I've already gone deep on fundamentals. I, I've already known so much about it. So it's fortunate. I think the timing just worked out that that happened last week and it kind of forced me in. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's great. And I consciously made the decision not to reverse that trade. So it was great. Uh, I've got lots of shares in Matterport now and being up 18% is great. I think this is potentially just the beginning. Uh, now, I, I will say, like, I, I do get nervous about SPAC valuations. And you do have earnings coming up from Matterport. So, uh, you know, part of me is been a little bit worried about potential for earnings because I do think we're going to see product revenue go down with Matterport, but I think we're going to see this this continued sort of exponential growth in users. I just don't know yet if that uh, continued decline in product sales revenue is going to affect the top line so much that, uh, you know, the, the growth in uh, subscribers will be overshadowed. So there is a potential downside catalyst uh, when it does come time for earnings. But uh, yeah, this this has been a phenomenal one. But yeah, anyway, uh, so uh, and, and that in addition to another company, which I haven't made a public video about yet, but I did put about one and a half dollars into one and a half million dollars rather. Uh, no, it was one point two. It was one point two two million dollars into another play. I expect to make a video on them later today. So stay tuned uh, for that. But in the meantime. Let's go ahead and see what's happening uh, with stocks. Thank you so much, by the way, for shouting out the uh, meta video here, the metaverse video. Uh, this was a video where I talked specifically about uh, investing in the metaverse, not in Facebook. I do not like Facebook. I'm not a fan of Facebook. I've never liked Facebook. I've, I've never invested in Facebook. Uh, you know, I didn't like Facebook back when there was a transition from MySpace to Facebook <laughs> either. Uh, I still remember Kevin Pafrath is dot, dot, dot. Who remembers that? The pre-filled is, <laughs> is feeling happy. What, that was so weird. But anyway, uh, let's see what else is going on in the stock market here, folks. Uh, in 20 years time, there will be a huge database of high resolution, virtual world scanning and graphics. Time travel within metaverse will be possible. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, okay, so, so let's take a look at what we got here. First of all, backed holdings. 
uh, being up uh, 48% is absolutely incredible. I don't like this company. I think it's fundamentally overvalued and it's come down substantially since I made my video in the $60 range when I said it was fundamentally overvalued. So even though it's up 50%, it's still way down from the $60 where I made my video on it. But I will tell you, and this is a tease, okay? I highly recommend, just, just write this down, set a reminder for like four hours from now or whatever. This company right here, Backed Holdings doing well, is the perfect catalyst for another company on our watch list here already doing well in the future. Stay tuned, that video is coming. This is huge right here. So we're gonna watch this. Matterport up 18.42%, just absolutely crushing it today. Very, very excited about this. We've got uh, a Mark, Remark. This one's been fluctuating on a lot of momentum, up and down 20, 30%. You've got QuantumScape up 12.95%, Voyager Digital up 11 point, now up 10.63%. Shiba Inu back uh, up 10.36%. Uh, wow, look at the moves there on the Fibonacci. Holy moly, look at this. Uh, a pretty close rubber band over here at the 65 level. Runs up, touches the Fibonacci 76, goes down to 65 again. Now it's back to the 76. Folks, yesterday I did a video on Sheev talking about how this was probably going to follow the Fibonacci's, and that's literally what it did today. <laughs> uh, super cool. Super, super, super cool. All right, so what else do we have? Ion Q. This one's been talked a lot about here recently. It's just sort of been exploding. Uh, quantum computing, way, way out of my pay grade. I don't know anything about that one. Net, Cloudflare is almost going to be $200. Congratulations, Cloudflare. Yes, I will continue to do morning live streams. Don't worry. Just because I have missed the last two mornings is not indicative of me not doing morning live streams. <laughs> that was a mistake. The same mistake twice. Ooh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. <laughs> uh, Lucid, up another 4.5% on delivery hype. Hype, 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 hype. Watch my video yesterday on delivery hype for Lucid. In my opinion, very important. Uh, for Lucid, especially if you are a trader, watch that video yesterday. I, I think it'll give you a lot of color on what's happening here with Lucid and relative valuations. And phase up another two, up another three percent. It's absolutely insane. Holy moly! Uh, yeah. So, and phase is also one of my very large positions, and this one's been doing very, very well. I'm actually tempted to buy back. See, I have a, I have a sold call for $230 on it, but I got like a $25 credit. So it's really like a 255. I'm tempted to buy shares at like 230, where it's kind of where it is now. Uh, and then let those shares get called out and I'll still be profitable on that call, that sold call trade. These, by the way, things we talk about in the stocks and psychology money group. If you're ever wondering, there is a coupon expiring today. Uh, and, and then I'm going to stop mentioning it for a little bit because I know I mentioned it a lot, but anyway, it's just, you got to mention it. expiring today. Tonight, expiring tonight. I write that down. Tonight. There we go. Update that comment a little bit. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay, cool. Remember, you pay once you get lifetime access. Okay, good. So, and we're going to do a longer live stream today. I don't have uh, some weird interviews coming up. Okay, Tesla. Oh my goodness. 1101 hit a high of 1105 here. Nvidia up another two and a quarter percent. Absolutely explosive, uh, explosive growth. 
certainly a lot of enthusiasm going into NVIDIA as well when we talk about the metaverse. Uh, NVIDIA has been just a killer here. Google, despite being down 1% in the after hours yesterday, Google ends up 1.26% today. Uh, and yes, got have wonderful Halloween plans that I'm very excited for. Let's just say it has a lot to do with this. Look at this, by the way, folks. This is so cool. I think it is. Hold on. This is the new stack. Look at this. This one right here is like a brand new stack of twos. Look at that. That's $200 of, of twos upside down. But anyway, look how fresh that looks. I don't know if, you get it, if that'll ever focus. Yeah, look at that. Can we get it? I don't know. It's just pretty crazy. Yeah, you can't really see it that well. But anyway, Halloween plans. <laughs> All right. What else? So uh, that's not that much money. It looks like a lot, but they're $2 bills. Okay. <laughs> Strip club. <laughs> oh, you'll see. Affirm. Uh, actually, wow. Affirm was down one and a half to 2% yesterday. Thanks to drama about Amazon uh, sales being potentially down, their forecast being down. And uh, here you go, up half percent on today. So the after hours meant literally nothing. Uh, where's uh, B, where's Big Digital? Is it Big Digital? Uh, is it finally moving today? I heard it was moving today. Yeah, it's finally moving today. There you go. Finally at 1.12. Finally moving again. Getting some respect. R-E-S-P-T-T. All right. Let's see. What else? What's moving to the downside? What's losing today? Trump's back down 6.8%. Fun down 11.5%. Newegg down 4.6%. Neo getting smoked on uh, the delivery overhaul here. That's uh, uh, kind of a uh, kind of a bummer on Neo there. Uh, Drew says people just buy the course. I look back at the course or the cost of the course when I bought it and just laugh. It's nothing compared to the gains. Ah, thank you for that. That's very nice especially on a day that the coupon's expiring. Thank you for that. So then we've got, uh, let's see here, Las Vegas Sands, 2.54, Embraer down 2.7, Apple, 2% on Apple, that's quite a bit. Uh, and then, of course, Robinhood dropping more, to, although it was around this yesterday, 34.84. It just ended up a little higher yesterday. Lemonade in the toilet again, just uh, InsureTech not happy here. Wayfair down 0.77. Uh, here are your classics, uh, Dave & Buster's Tattooed Chef. These guys rotating down. Uh, Walt Disney, half percent to the downside. A little surprised on that. I thought on the Metaverse talk, Disney would be doing a lot better. By the way, watch my video on the Metaverse. Seriously, if you have not watched the Metaverse video, you've got to watch it. Very, very, in my opinion, insightful. I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back. It's just we spent a long freaking time working on that video. Uh, a lot. I mean, we spent days, days. Uh, working on that one. Uh, oh, that's awesome, Jason. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll definitely check that out. Thank you for grabbing three. Uh, you got three courses. Well, thank you for that. Uh, King George, Stocks and Psychology of Money Course. Make money. The real cost is not buying. <laughs> I did not pay these people. <laughs> thank you. Okay. So Starbucks. Wow. Why? Okay. Starbucks does not usually fall that much. They did have earnings yesterday, though. What were they? I wrote them down on one of these poker cards here. Oh, and I moved the twos. All right. S-Box. 
Sbox came in at uh, a beat on EPS. Oh, comp sales miss and a revenue miss. That's what it was. Oh, Starbucks. I don't know what it is. It's like recovery stocks just in general right now. Not so sexy at all. Like I think I think investors are kind of over COVID. There's even talk now, by the way, and this is pretty crazy too. Okay, listen to this. There is talk that people and investors are actually going to care less about interest rates going up, and they might actually see interest rates going up as a good catalyst for the market. Ah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Ay, ay, ay. All right, so let me go ahead and uh, <laughs> lies. You paid them in knowledge and insight. <laughs> okay, all right. Touche, you got me. <laughs> all right, that's a good one. FVS. Oops. Get into the terminal. All right. The terminal is like this old, like, 80s-style software. It's so slow to get into. Uh, but once you get it up, wow, it's a machine. <laughs> uh, okay. So Western digital up 8.68% Starbucks, Ater, genius, HelloFresh, Poshmark, Poshmark just got deleted. Where's pin Upwork got hit after earnings as well. Kind of the pulling out after COVID place in a COVID, the stay at home stuff and the recovery stuff. That's just that's been broken for so long. Coinbase down about 0.3. I am transferring my money out of coin, by the way, with the exception of certain tokens that I can only get on coin. Uh, there, if you watch my metaverse video, you'll actually see I invested a YOLO into a token, a very, very relatively small token. Uh, and uh, yeah, you have to watch the metaverse video to see that one. But anyway, look at Coinbase here, folks. Look at this. I mean, talk about technical analysis again. People people are always complaining. I hear it all the time. The country, yeah, technical analysis isn't a real thing. Really? I did not just draw these lines. These lines have been here for a long freaking time. And Coinbase just ran from its low supports. And now it's bouncing off the resistance. Like, you can't make this stuff up. The psychology is real. Again, why we call the program stocks and psychology of money. <laughs> that remember, folks, you know, you know what the one of the most salient quotes ever was from high school was my economics teacher saying, "The stock market is a graph of human emotion." Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, all right, so how do you think? Crypto will perform this weekend. You know, I have no idea. These short-term bets are very difficult for me. Uh, I'm excited about metaverse-related crypto, though. I'm very excited about that. Uh, okay, so what do we got here? Uh, Matterport, killing it. Almost up 18% here. eBay's actually up after their earnings. Cloudflare's got earnings coming out. Cloudflare, folks, I'm just going to mention this. Okay? Cloudflare is not profitable. They expect to be at break-even next year. They've got a 23 uh, sorry, they've got a 77% gross profit margin. And so the reason they're not profitable is they're spending money like crazy. They're spending about uh, $2 for every $1 it actually takes to service their customers in, in just acquiring customers. So they are doing whatever they freaking can to acquire customers, which makes sense because they, they I mean, they, 
It doesn't cost them a lot to service their customers. Why does Sarah Eisen look so different? Well, that's not Sarah. No, in the last picture. Okay, that makes that makes it seem weird. That's not Sarah Eisen. I know that. But Sarah Eisen's wearing a white suit jacket. She looks so different in a, in a suit jacket. Uh, it just totally distracted me. Anyway, I, I want to see what everybody else thinks when she comes back on. But anyway, uh, yeah, this is uh, it's, it's fascinating to me. Wow, end phase to a three percent now. I do want to see if the Bloomberg terminal. Oh, we got to look at volatility again so we could play some options potentially. Now, beware, folks. You pay theta decay over the weekend. A lot of people don't know that about options, but you pay theta over the weekend, uh, which means selling is better than buying. Uh, okay, so let me see the individual company news here. So, okay. Enfe, oh, HUD, I love HUD 8. Uh, we got to get the CEO back on. She was so great. Or in the, I think it was the CFO. Anyway, uh, Enphase Energy, if somebody knows them, reach out to them. I mean, I guess I could reach out to them as well. should do that. Uh, anywho, so let's see. Enphase, oh, here, see, Sarah, she's wearing the suit jacket. It's different. I don't, I look, I rarely do we see that. Uh, unless I'm, I just have a bad memory. I don't know. It's just, it's different. It's, it's a change. Okay. Uh, what do we got here? Tesla up 2.56%. Look at that volume. That volume moving here. Uh, earlier, we had a big volume spike as well right here. I was actually watching this live and I posted a message uh, in the group. And we had this insane spike of like a 400, over 400, yeah, 485,000 volume spike right here. That was, that was one of the largest of the day. I was watching that spike and I'm like, holy moly. That was almost as big as the open. The open was 7.45, but this is the biggest spike outside of open. It doesn't even compare to the volume spikes we're seeing right here at the end. Uh, and we're seeing we're seeing a run here on Tesla at the end. Holy smokes. Look at the dollars coming in, folks. Funds are buying. The funds are buying. The shorts are covering. <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this is entertaining. Uh, really, folks, the, the goal, oh, her hair is, oh, you're right. Her hair is different too. I didn't even realize it. Everything's different today. And we love Sarah. I don't want anybody to misconstrue this as like, like say like this, this is all from a good solid place. We love Sarah. Okay. So, um, wow. 11.08 now on Tesla. You just, you can't stop. My goodness. So really, in my opinion, this is a market where you're just looking for leftover opportunities. But I, I don't love chasing things that have run. Uh, you know, I mean, my timing got lucky on Matterport. Uh, Tesla has been one, obviously, I've been loading up on all year. Uh, Enphase has been loading up on. So these were these were more, more planned plays and expectations that at some point they would run. I'm very impressed, though, that Google's almost at 3,000. I've got a pretty big position in Google, too. Let's see here. Uh, this is so weird. I got to get this to where I have it in a more convenient place. It's literally just on a different laptop. But somebody was asking what I got at Google. Now I want to see. I don't know the answer. So we'll find out. Uh, but it's also worth seeing it as a percentage of portfolio. My goal is to have Apple, Amazon, Google, like 15% of my portfolio. I consider them sort of a base of the portfolio. Yeah, they're relatively safe, in my opinion. Like, I, you don't expect them to go bankrupt, right? Google is, oh, I haven't updated this. I got to update this. No, it's way more than this right now. All right. It's 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 about 850K is, is roughly where it sits right now, which would 
be around three, three, four percent, somewhere around three percent, maybe less. I don't know. Anyway, okay, so Google's doing well. What else? Visa's back up, a firm half percent. Okay, we saw that. Let's do a little bit of news cov since we're not seeing a lot of volatility with the exception of Tesla. Tesla, we're definitely seeing. Oh, uh, volatility. I have two laptops. Dude, I got like, I get two laptops here. I got a computer here. I got three iPads. I got like 10 screens in front of me. I got that. Devices are my living. Of course, I have many laptops. Okay, so what else? What's I going to do? Uh, oh, implied volatility. Right. Let's do a quick little implied volatility check to see what we got going on on these things. So end phase implied volatility is still at mega highs. Mega highs on the volatility for end phase. So sold puts, sold calls should do well. Uh, no guarantees, obviously. Hood uh, is flat. Tesla, since we last checked, Tesla's still way up, way up on volatility right now, which makes sense. Neo is yeah, average. What's another one we should do? Let's look at Net. I bet you Net's way up too, Cloudflare. Uh, it's uh, average on the 30-day up from the 100-day. It's another one we should look at. Etsy. This is really our uh, the way of scrubbing for options, right? Mm, okay, Etsy's below average. A little bit below average right now. And Matterport. Oh, Matterport's going to spike. Yeah, Mat Matterport's going to pop on uh volatility it, it probably monday i can't believe tomorrow saturday already and then we've had oh yeah no no it already spiked matterport's volatility right now is and it's done this before we had this volatility at the end of september as well but we don't usually hang out this high so uh you know selling some contracts could be could be interesting i do wonder what some contracts would look like right now let's see here so sell contracts uh you're selling them at high buy them back when it's low so what would we want to do hmm like if you sold some puts like what if you sold some out of the money puts i wonder what you'd get like if you sold some some 1750s for uh november or something that you don't think would get executed like even uh you're not going to get paid for these though yeah 15 cents exactly yeah you're not getting anything for these 40 cents Ah, uh, those are lame. You get a dollar. You get five percent here. Well, that's not bad. If you wanted to increase your exposure to Matterport, you'd put in twenty times times a hundred times ten. You put in twenty thousand dollars. They'll give you a thousand dollar credit right now. So if you wanted exposure to Matterport, it'd be kind of like buying the shares for nineteen dollars. It's actually not horrible, especially with where volatility is right now. Usually I don't like selling puts when it's up because then then you know there's a chance price will move down. But this is not a horrible option in my opinion. Uh, I've I've I think I've got enough exposure here, so it's not a trade that I'm going to push right now. But like I don't actually think that. I mean, there's a good shot that that twenty in three weeks, dude. It's only three weeks, five percent in three weeks, and you're insulated by two dollars and fifty cents. Oh my gosh, what if you got at the monies? Oh, wow. It's almost 10%. Oh, my gosh. That's good. 
Um, geez, man, that's really good. But it's the volatility is high because of earnings. You know, it could fall on earnings hard. And um, it's still juicy, though, and it's only three weeks. Oh, man. Uh, uh, I know. Don't play earnings. Don't do it. Okay. That's a very juicy one. Very, very juicy. I, I like that one a lot. Uh, but then again, you know, it could crash in earnings, right? So uh, and then you get screwed. What about pins? Okay, pins has been like such garbage. Absolute trash. Pins volatility finally starting to rotate down. Though the stock has gotten decimated as well. Uh, but the volatility has finally started to settle. And uh, it's, but it's only just now inflecting. So it's still way high. So if you had calls, it's better to sell those when volatility is high, although the price has gone down a lot. Uh, but if you have sell contracts on these, the volatility should be down in a couple of weeks. We'll see what happens. And those would be times to buy those back. How's PayPal? PayPal bleeding too. Just hanging out around that 232. Crazy. How about PayPal volatility? It's probably also just slowly coming back down to earth. It is also slowly coming back down. Pins and PayPal was a kiss of death. Yeah, no kidding it was. Yeah, garbage. Garbage, garbage, garbage. All right, Tesla. Oh my gosh, you're right. Tesla's not stopping. Somebody please stop it. I. Oh my gosh, look at that parabolic curve. Folks, this is the... Who here has watched my channel when I talked about the Tesla 21-day explosion curve? How Tesla tends to run for 21 days? If you look at the run... The run really just started here. That's one, two, three, four, five, six. We're only six days into the extreme part of the run. Obviously, we've been we've been trending up uh, for you know since May, so that's like five months. But this explosive run, these sometimes they they run update on Lauren's new house. We still can't find anything. Still can't find anything. Nothing. 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 It's so annoying. Uh, it's so annoying. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, please stop Tesla. I'm drowning in gains. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Any reason for this one? It's just historically, you know, what, what we've seen Tesla do, where it just goes on these crazy surges, uh, and, and then it, uh, and then it, you know, chills out. Okay. So we do have, do we have earnings today? No, it's Friday. We probably don't have any earnings today. Let me see what we have. Uh, we do have the bell coming up though. So let's listen to the bell. Come on, Sarah, give us the bell. Oh, that's right. It's the end of the month, folks. It's the end of the month. Oh. Wow. Dow Jones up a quarter of a percent. S&P 500 up 0.19%. NASDAQ up one third. Russell 2000 is flat at negative 0.03%. Somebody here says they put their PPP money into Tesla. Don't let anyone find out your identity, especially the IRS. But congratulations on making $29,000. Uh, hopefully you watched my videos on the PPP back then. Uh, it'd be an honor. But uh, congratulations. I The second part of your sentence, though, I don't love. Remember, folks, buy the stock, not the product. 
seriously. Save the money, man. Save the money. You don't need it. You want it. That's it. You just want it. Just admit it. You want it. <laughs> the stock's better. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, good. You, you got me. You got me. All right. So I uh, went to Disney World last week and everybody was buying the fast passes at $15 a ride. Honestly, I kid you not. When that announcement came out, I bought Disney. It is one of the smartest freaking things ever because it's literally... It's literally allowing people to trade their money for time. And if somebody today, and I didn't used to be like this, but if somebody today is like, Kevin, do you want to trade a little bit of a number for more time? I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I am not standing in the line. Uh, and now look, I used to stand in line all the time. So I don't want to sound like, oh, unreliable. Like I've been through it, okay? I remember two hours in a line for a 30-second ride, okay? I've uh, been there, done that. And I used to do that before you had cell phones that let you do cool things. I used to have to stand in line with a camcorder. I remember being a seven-year-old because I, I still have the home video somewhere. Seven-year-old walking around with my camcorder in Disney World, Florida. And this guy's like, oh, what are you making? A home video? <laughs> oh, that is like so cringe now. Home video. What the hell? <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, so uh all right, let's uh let's see how things closed up over here. By the way, uh keep in mind that you can still get up to $70 in totally free stocks by going to metkevin.com slash public. Metkevin.com slash public get up to $70 totally for free. They don't use payment for order flow, they won't sell your information, and you can follow me there at meet Kevin. Two hours. My longest wait was five hours for Splash Mountain. Oh, that's dirty. Five hours? That something went wrong there. That's nuts. Your green hair solidifies my vision to start a nonprofit. Much love. That's awesome. Good for you. Okay, let's do a little bit of news. So let's see. What do we got on the blooms today? Oh, man. Who makes home videos? <laughs> yeah, exactly. FDA authorizes Pfizer a shot for 5 to 11-year-olds. Holy smokes. Who's going to? Okay, all right, folks. I want to know. I want to know. And you got to... Please have kids if you're going to vote in this, okay? Are you going to give your, your child the child under 18, the COVID vax? Oh, crap. That was supposed to be a poll. Sorry. Poll. Get it right, Kevin, here. Get your act together. Get it together. Yes. No. Uh, I'm just curious. Just curious. I want to poll, poll the audience, okay? All right. Keep in mind, folks, the course uh, cor coupon code does expire tonight. Tonight. And the price goes up tomorrow. Okay. Uh, 5 to 11, long-awaited milestone brings U.S. children closer to shots being administered at schools. This is a one-third dose for the adult shop, shot. Uh, and shipment of doses to begin. Vaccinating younger children. So we're just getting started. Da, 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 discussing the rollout. Available at clinics at pharmacies. Uh, Pop-up clinics at schools. So the children in the 5 to 11 bracket, we want to administer it in a more friendly, personal environment. We think uh, it'll be a better environment for children. Whew. I feel like <laughs> I don't like needles. Max, my my, my uh, three-year-old, he is he's a little badass. Like... Uh, he got the, the, he's gotten the COVID test a few times. He takes it like a champ. 
Jack's not so much. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Sleepovers, people going back to work. Makes sense. Uh, side effects, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so nothing yet on exactly like where you could get it and things like that. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see here. The, camp the Hamptons are trying to save themselves. Great. Nobody cares about the rich people in the Hamptons. Do, we do they? I don't know. Maybe that's insensitive to rich people. I don't know. Bondholders get paid. Junk notes rebound. Evergrande update. Oh, really? Hold on a second here. 333.hk. It's still down today. H for Evergrande. Still down about 3 to 4%. So what do we got here? Some China Evergrande bondholders received an overdue interest payment shortly before the expiration of the grace period, buying more time. Again, so they keep kicking the can down the road is what they're really doing. Mm. Yep. All right. Interesting. Okay. I do want to see the results. Whoa. Okay. I'm not going to say the results yet, but I am mind blown by this result. I was not expecting this. Okay. Like, wow. Wow. Okay. That's something else. Uh, oh, but back to the Disney Fast Pass thing. Yeah, it's what I would recommend is uh, here. Let's just do it really quick. Uh, Disney investor relations. I want to know what percentage of Disney's income is from the parks. So I'm gonna get their annual report. Ah, their 2020 is gonna be crap. Let me go to their 2019, and then maybe a quarterly. So I want to know if how they break down their revenues. Come on. Revenue, 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 revenue. Here we go. Okay, so revenue. Oh, man. Okay. Eh, it's going to take a while to break that down. So I'd really like to break this down by, by revenue source. That would be the way to figure this out. Here we go. Investing, financing, borrowing. Revenues. Uh, ah, it's going to take too long to figure this out. But that would be the thing to do. Is break down the Disney earnings to see how much revenue comes from the parks. And if we could see a move on uh, on, on, on that from selling these pass passes. I personally think it's brilliant. Because they could effectively lower the cost of the tickets. And then, uh, you know, basically that'll increase lines, which will increase the likelihood of people wanting to buy the fast passes anyway. Wow, Tesla up another third in after hours, folks. Holy moly. Uh, that's impressive. So we're at 114 at close, 1119 uh, in the after hours. Really incredible. That is insane. Oh, uh, and okay, I'm going to assign a. Oh, thank you so much, Judy, for signing up for the Stocks and Psychology and Money Group. Appreciate that. We're going to be live at 1.30 in the course member live stream. We're going to go longer today. Yesterday, I had a darn interview that, that kind of squeezed me. But uh, we're going to go longer today. It's going to be fun. Uh, and, uh, yeah, somebody wants to look at the daily RSI. It's going to be horrible for Tesla. But anyway, thank you, Judy, for signing up. So you go to the day chart, relative strength index. Of course, it's going to be listed as overbought. Of course. That's why one of the, well, it's not, I don't buy just because, or not buy because it's overbought, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to buy Tesla anytime right now. Uh, BKKT running up is like the most bullish thing for another investment I'm making. And they are up at 42 right now. That's insane. 
Okay, good. Let's look at a few other headlines here and understand these. <laughs> Waiting until Tesla can drive you around Disney. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here. Leaked photo shows Meta planned competitor to Apple Watch. No way, really? Is, is Where's the leaked photo? Oh, photo of Meta's in-development smartwatch obtained by Bloomberg. Interesting. So Facebook can track you more. I saw this. This was so freaky, okay? Yesterday, I randomly looked at the CryptoPunks website, okay? We just saw this. We haven't clicked on it yet. Uh, I randomly looked at the CryptoPunks website, and I saw a $532 million recent sale. I'm like, what? No, it didn't. There's no way it sold for that because the highest sale was like, uh, what, something like $7 million before that for one of the, the zombies. But anyway, a white-haired, green-eyed, pixelated character known as a CryptoPunk just sold for more than half a billion dollars, or so it appeared, the latest wild development in the booming non-fungible token space. But the Ethereum blockchain shows the money from the NFT trade ended up right back where it started, raising the question of why anyone bothered. Oh, no way. Oh my gosh, they played this. Dirty, dirty trick. Process started at about 6.13 p.m. New York time when somebody using an Ethereum address uh, beginning with OXEF transferred the CryptoPunk to an address starting with OX8E. $532 million. Billion, yeah, million dollars. Half a million dollars. About an hour later, the NFT was sold back for the same amount. To pay for the trade, the buyer shipped the Ether tokens to Crypto's smart contract, which transferred them to the seller. Uh, but the seller then sent the Ether back, who repaid the loans. Very weird. And then the avatar was given back. Larva Labs, which created CryptoPunk, said on Twitter that someone bought the punk from themselves with borrowed money and then repaid the loan in the same transaction. Evidently, this wasn't the first time it happened. I mean, that's lame because now you're really skewing that CryptoPunk's market. I actually think that's a negative for CryptoPunks because it shows you that, I mean, now people are going to wonder uh, how many of these other sales that are supposed to be like comps for appraisal purposes, how many of these others are now fraudulent numbers? Now, I'm not saying that you can't buy it from yourself and sell it to yourself, but look at what this person just did. They bought it to themselves. They bought it from themselves. Uh, I'm sorry. They sold it to themselves and then bought it back. And look at what it does. It now takes this random white-haired crypto punk and puts it up here with uh, with with the uh, with the special ones, like the zombie ones. The zombie ones are really special, and they're really special because there's so few of them. In fact, if you click on the uh, zombie punks, there are only 88 zombie punks. That's it. If you click on uh, female punk, which is what this is, there are 3,840 of them. So uh, 88 zombies divided by 3840, that puts you at, you know, 2%. There are only 2% as many zombies as there are uh, uh, females. You know, that's super lame. And then you've got the alien punks. There are only nine alien punks. Only nine of them. That's it. And these had the highest sales. These literally had the highest sales. Uh, and then there are only 24 ape punks. And uh, this is one of the ape punks. But anyway, uh, so now somebody put a non-rare basically in the top sales by by defrauding the system, uh, basically, by, by trying to make theirs the most popular or most valuable. 
that's lame. But it shows you how with while you lack when you lack centralization, you uh, uh you end up with the potential for manipulation, right? And that's very frustrating because it takes away the the uh, earnestness of of what this is. So I'm a little pissed by this. Uh, I saw this yesterday, and I've been looking at these CryptoPunks too, and it just that really just irks me. Uh, I I think it's disingenuous, and really there should be a thing that says like sale reversed or something like that, you know? And then this should get kicked out of there. My take, just what I think. But anyway, big bummer there. Big F on the crypto punks, in my opinion. That is a scar on all of them, in my opinion. And I'm not trying to say that to like bag on crypto punks because these are these are the number one crypto or uh, uh, NFT. They are not necessarily by volume anymore. It's just they're notable because they're first. There are others that have way more vo volume right now. Uh, I got my first NFT. If you follow me at uh, Real Meet Kevin on Twitter or watch the Metaverse video, you could see the one that I got. Uh, I did. I was gifted that one in full transparency, but it's kind of cool. It's on the Solana network. But uh, this this CryptoPunk thing is a disaster. But anyway, uh, that uh, this price increase reminds me of the price going up for the courses on building your wealth. Link down below tonight. So check those out before the coupon expires. Remember, you get lifetime access. So even if you're not ready to use the programs now, you'll have lifetime access to them. You'll be part of the alerts. You'll be part of the community. If you have questions every single day, the market's open. You could pop in the live stream and ask me those questions, which is kind of cool. Uh, so, uh, you, you know, that option is always available for you. We get to chat. Uh, backed holdings continuing to run in the after hours here, up about uh, thir uh, 8% right now. Uh, this started really running here towards the end of the day here. Look at that. BBKCF, Big Digital Assets, the crypto uh, security firm, up substantially here in the afters. You've got about a third of a percent up on Tesla in after hours. Dave & Buster's up two six afters. Lucid continuing to move about 1% here in the after hours. Looking towards the downside, uh, toast, blue apron, very good food, tattooed chef, cloud flare. These guys moving down a little bit here. Bitcoin sitting at 62.4. Ethereum, all time highs on Ethereum, folks. All time highs. Look at this. Uh, we are now, uh, we have broken our previous all time high of just over 4,000, sitting now at 44.13, literally just all time highs. We have uh, Bitcoin at 62.4. And uh, Doge, where's Doge and Sheeb? Dogecoin, Dogecoin sitting at 29. Look at it vacillate between the TA there and Sheeb really playing with our emotions here. Let's go to the five minute chart and uh, we can see the it dancing around the Fibonacci's over here. Pretty incredible. Okay, so let's now see. Uh, and Voyager Digital ended up at wow, look at that. Uh, Voyager Digital ended up 15.45. Okay, other news. So then we have. 43. Let's write this down. All right. Okay. So then we have Bloomberger. All right. Oil races towards $100. Consumers tell OPEC enough is enough. Pelosi leading talks to include drug price cuts in the plan. Okay. U.S. spies say COVID-19 origins will remain unclear without China's help. Well, China doesn't want us to know. Bitcoin whales fuel this month's price jump. Ooh, uh, very, very interesting. Tesla takes top, top spot in Singapore for the first time. Hmm. Okay. 
We saw the Activision pay cut. I thought that was interesting too. Wall Street Journal, but it makes sense. Otherwise, you can end up getting fired. U.S. prices win, and then his salary goes down 100%. <laughs> uh, ooh, inside the Alec Baldwin shooting. Oh. Okay, look, I kind of, I've kind of been watching this Alec Baldwin story a lot and watching for developments on this. And it sounded like, at least from what I heard, it sounded like uh, individuals were kind of messing around with the set weapons. They were shooting cans, loading them with real bullets, that people had been walking off the set for fears of safety concerns uh, right before two people ended up getting shot. One person died. Uh, ay, ay, ay. On a low-budget movie beset by labor, unrest, and time pressures, an inexperienced film crew was put in charge of guns. So there was some complacency. Yikes. Al Alec Baldwin drew the black revolver from his holster as he sat in the pew of an old West church, dressed as an aging cowboy from the late 1800s. He was rehearsing a scene on the set of the movie Rust, where Mr. Baldwin's character, Harland Rust, is caught up in a shootout as he tries to save his grandson from being executed for an accidental killing. This sounds like a very interesting plot, I have to say. Like, the plot sounds like something I kind of want to watch. But anyway, behind the camera, uh, we've got Hutchinson, a Ukraine-born cinematographer, standing beside director uh, Souza as the star pointed the revolver towards the camera lens. A whipping noise followed by a pop startled Mr. Souza. Uh, Miss, uh, Miss Hutchinson's grabbed her stomach and tumbled backwards, uh, saw blood on his shoulder, looked over. She was bleeding too. Huh. Okay. So both of them had gotten shot as Alec Baldwin pointed the gun at the camera, essentially that moment painstakingly detailed in the sheriff's affidavit and the events leading up to it have gripped the film industry. Many of them questioned, many of the questions remained unanswered. Yikes. This is scary. Nonetheless, a picture is emerging of the circumstances surrounding the shooting based on interviews. Added together, they pick, depict a low-budget movie set beset by labor unrest and inexperienced personnel. Crew members complained of low wages, long hours, and a lack of standard amenities such as convenient hotel rooms. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is sad. It's just sad. Real complaints involving guns and previous film shoots. Devastated. Completely beside herself. Okay, let's see here. Mm, complacent. Okay, this is more of kind of the same here. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sad. This this is apparently that church. Jeez, crazy. They found five hundred live rounds on the set. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Why do you need so many live guns? Because I, mean, I believe it's industry standard not to use uh, uh, have live rounds on sets. A dummy is a cartridge that has a bullet and looks like a live round, but has no gum gunpowder or primer and can't be fired. Dummies are often used in close-up shots. A blank round has no bullet and doesn't look like a live round. Wow. Uh, but has a gunpowder. Uh, interesting. Realistic bang and flash. A cold gun. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Anyway, so uh, let's let's go back here to uh, some other news that we have here. It's so sad. Okay. Then we have Mark Zuckerberg's latest pivot. Mm, G20 MacBook reviews. How cheesecake to go save the cheesecake factory. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, all right. Stocks shrug off downbeat Apple and Amazon earnings. True. Market did not really care about these at all. Oops. 
There we go. Which I did a little bit of reviewing of those, by the way. Uh, it, I, well, I, so far I read Google and Apple's earnings, uh, and uh, haven't gone, haven't finished Amazon yet. But uh, Google's killing it. They only said they saw a modest increase because of Apple's app transparency tra changes. Yeah, I would expect modest to be like 15%, maybe even less, 10%, something like that. But uh, they have grown their profit 41% year over year. That's the largest in 14 years. Three, They're making three times the profit that they made before the pandemic over at Google. That's insane. 3x the profit from prior to the pandemic. It's no surprise the stock has just gone straight up. Uh, it's really, really incredible. Good job, Google. Uh, and they also take substantially more advertising cuts. Uh, and in this era of, of a lack of data on people, YouTube knows you. I mean, come on, YouTube knows you really well. It's a lot easier to advertise to you on YouTube. And I don't even think that's been fully discovered yet. Uh, there was a funny quote from an analyst, a business intelligence analyst. He says, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. And the reason I say it's funny is not because of the Bulgarian history where uh, <laughs> you had, uh, which is terrible, uh, apparently, you had a, a ruler who uh, blinded uh, 100 people, well, blinded 99 people out of a group of 100. Uh, it had multiple groups of 100, blinded 99 of them, and then left one person with one eye to lead all the people back to where they came from. And uh, that's kind of where that quote apparently comes from. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. And, and really, they're making this comparison that Google... Uh, even like Facebook's getting shut out of all this Apple data, uh, and a lot of companies are getting shut out of data. But Google, they got their own data just because of the videos you're clicking on, and and because of your email and and all these other things. Uh, they are they are way in on you, right? So kind of interesting. Very very very, very interesting. So uh, then we got here that uh, let's see. Um, Okay, where where was I? Uh, I was going to look at. Oh, somebody says big buy on Outlet. Is that true? Be careful with the after hours. These things move fast. Oh wow, yeah, nine percent on the after hours. Oh, somebody knows something. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's a big move there. Anyway, all right, cool. Well, we're gonna go to the course member live stream in about six minutes, so I'll see you there shortly. Thank you so very much for being here as usual. Check out the courses on building your wealth link down below. Go to metkevin.com slash public to get a free stock worth up to $70. And folks, we will see you in the next one. Thanks again. And we'll be back Monday morning. I promise. I'll see you Monday morning, bright and early, like 6 a.m.